Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you're listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. Today, I'm very delighted to have on a friend of mine. And so actually, uh, this week, I had Mike Stark on, released that episode on Tuesday, this episode going out today on Thursday. So had two very good friends. And you may remember, if you listen to the Mike Stark episode, he said, and I said, that he introduced me to some people, one of them being Anna Nuzzo, another one being Kevin Matthews. And so today I have Anna on. And it just kind of happened like that, but I've been wanting to do a podcast episode with her uh, for a few different reasons, and we'll talk about them. The first is, is we're going on a pilgrimage. We're going to Belgium, and that's in 2023. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that, invite everybody that listens to the podcast to maybe consider going on this Belgian pilgrimage. So we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Other things I've seen on our social media that I've been impressed by, and so just wanted to talk a little bit about that as well. So uh, let me just share a little bit about Anna Nuzzo, in case you uh, don't know who she is, but she opens this podcast every single episode with that little jingle, How They Love Mary, and... Basically, when I decided to start the podcast, I remember this conversation. I called her. I was driving home from one of my parishes, stopped at the grocery store, and talked to her in the parking lot of the grocery store, asking her if she could do a little jingle with How They Love Mary for the intro of my podcast, and she so graciously agreed. Also, Anna was a guest on How They Love Mary back in episode 54. So we're in the 170s right now. So a long time ago, back on November 5th, 2020, Anna was a guest talking about her Marian Apparition CD. So Anna Nuzzo is an acclaimed international Catholic recording artist. And since her Marian consecration in 2012, her life changed and she felt called to spread God's love and mercy through music ministry. Now, many albums later, her music is renowned for helping enrich prayer, faith, solace, and joy. And she feels very blessed to sing across the U.S. and around the world for amazing events and pilgrimages. So, Anna, thanks for agreeing to talking with me today and sharing about your ministry and about our pilgrimage. Thanks, Father Edward. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Such a blessing to be here. One of the things I know is that you travel quite a bit on pilgrimage. We'll talk about pilgrimage again here in a little bit. But we can also go on very local pilgrimages. In fact, you and me and Father Mike Grezik went to Our Lady of La Salette a while ago. And so we went to this little shrine in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin. And Father Michael didn't even know it existed. And he was very much enamored by the place and such. And if you're interested in the shrine of Our Lady of La Salette, you can watch my little one and a half minute travel video, just kind of telling the story of La Salette and bringing you scenes from the shrine. So... You go to a lot of different places. In fact, you, me, and Mike Stark went to the Mother Cabrini Shrine down there in Chicago. I did an episode uh, with one of the sisters who used to work there. Uh, really much, I was impacted by Mother Cabrini and that story from that shrine. I think it's one of the most beautiful shrines to a saint in our country that I've been to. So that's saying a lot, I think. And one of the places I saw you recently went was to New York, and you went to a place, Rosa Mystica. And apparently there's like a retreat center or something like that. 
I was just wondering if you could share a little bit about that. There's a devotion in Rosa Mystica, and in fact, I'm I'm not very familiar with it. So anything that you could share about your time out in New York would be enlightening to me. Thank you so much. And yes, I you know, I don't really pause to think about how many different shrines I've been blessed to go to. And this is such a wonderful opportunity with you to to spread knowledge of all these shrines all over the country. So Rosa Mystica Shrine is in Edmiston, New York, which is about an hour and a half from the Syracuse airport. That's the closest airport to fly into. And you'll see as you as you go to upstate New York how beautiful and um, nature-like it is. So different from what you normally think of as New York. So they have rolling hills and beautiful trees and um, uh, so many gorgeous landscapes there. I, I think anyone would be blessed to go visit this shrine. So Rosa Mystica Shrine is, um, well, the Rosa Mystica devotion began in Italy, and the founders of this shrine were the Von Zwell family out of Long Island, New York. And they were very wealthy, a very wealthy business family and uh, actually accrued millions of dollars in their in their business, felt it on their hearts that they wanted to give back for all of their blessings. And they ended up donating most of their funds to helping third world countries like Vietnam and Africa um, with creating schools and shelters and sewer and access to water. So they they donated millions for, for that. And then later they came upon this site in New York that was for sale from the Franciscans originally order, uh, owned it. And they weren't able to upkeep it anymore. I've since done many renovations and turned it into this glorious site for retreat, conferences, um, daily mass, and prayer and adoration. And I would highly recommend that you look at their website, rosamystica.com, and just look for opportunities to go visit. They have cabins on site that you can rent very affordably and stay there and have your own pilgrimage. Um, they also bring in various guest priests for mass and adoration, and they have a museum and they have beautiful grounds to walk and many holy sites there. Actually, one very cool thing is there is an automobile, an old automobile on site under a tent in which um, a priest was was driving along one day and picked up, picked up a hitchhiker and that ended up dropping him off. And when he turned around, he like this hitchhiker turned into Padre Pio and like floated away. So they call it the Padre Pio car. And many miracles have taken place and they still do like confession near that car. Um, so just very neat, um, beautiful experiences you could have at the site. If people follow me on social media, they may have seen this was maybe an Instagram post and a Twitter post. Sometimes I don't post on my public father Looney page. So uh, I posted about the this nun that I went to her final profession and this nun wrote me a few years ago, and she asked me, the sisters here every day pray a devotion to Rosa Mystica on, like, Tuesdays or something like that. 
the sisters were asking if it was an approved devotion, etc. And so this idea of Rosa Mystica, first of all, it means mystical rose. That's a name from the Litany of Loretto. And to know the, what Mystica Rose is, uh, I'll just read you from the Rosa Mystica of America website. The Rosa Mystica House of Prayer is committed to a Marian devotion dating back to 1947, in which the Blessed Mother, under the title of Our Lady of Rosa Mystica, or Mystical Rose, appeared to the Italian laywoman Pierini Gilli. Approved by the local bishop, the message shared by Our Lady is one of healing and restoration through prayer, sacrifice, and penance. Her message holds true for pilgrims of all walks of life, with a special focus for priests and consecrated souls. So that's a little history if people were wondering about Rosa Mystica. And I've seen the Rosa Mystica statue, and the one on their website has three different roses, a white rose, a red rose, a yellow rose. Uh, so that's a little bit about Rosa Mystica and that devotion and that shrine that you were able to visit out there in Edmonston, New York. And the website calls it the Foothills of New York. So you're right about kind of the scenery of uh, New York. Now, maybe just uh, to touch on a, a few other things. So you have a CD that you've done with Jeannie Ewing in which Jeannie kind of talks and then you do a song that responds to what she had just talked about. How did you discover Jeannie Ewing or how did Jeannie Ewing discover you? We actually met in Chicago at the Catholic Marketing Network Conference and she came up to my, my table. Uh, I was singing that year and she came up to compliment me on my music for the mass and we ended up exchanging she gave me one of her books i gave her one of my cds and she, i went back home to kenosha she went back home to fort wayne indiana but i was so moved by her book and she by my music that we we grew in friendship and through the holy spirit decided to do a cd together and we've been blessed to do many events together around the country of stories and songs based on that CD and and any other topic that a church would want to bring us in for. We've done joy retreats, Marian retreats, and things like that. So she's an amazing Catholic author, mom, um, and very inspiring. Another affiliation that you have is with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception that you sing for a lot of events. You've been out to the shrine out there in Massachusetts. You've also sung for retreats that Father Michael Gately was once doing for 33 Days to Morning Glory and such. And that's really the book when you talk about Marian consecration in your bio. It was 33 Days to Morning Glory that really changed and revolutionized your life. And then Father Chris Alar, he does speaking engagements. You'll provide music for that. So how did that connection happen? Um, as we know, like all, all connections happen through the Holy Spirit, but um, that particular connection with Father Chris happened in a confessional in St. Paul, Minnesota. I was there at the on the sacred on the feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and I went to wanted to go to confession before Mass. And he was the confessor inside the confessional. But of course, at the time, I didn't know who he was. This was way back in 2015, and I gave my confession. And after my confession. Um, when he said, for your penance, I'd like you to say the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Then he, then he told me he was from the Marian Fathers, and that's how, how we connected. And at that time, I had just written the Divine Mercy Chaplet music 
So I was talking to him about that. And I, I ended up sending him the CD and, and our collaboration and friendship began then. So it was such a blessing. Um, and actually, just fast forward to this year, I was just featured as a guest on his EWTN program, Living Divine Mercy. So that just aired a few weeks ago, and people can watch that on YouTube and learn about details on my Marian consecration and how that did totally change my life. Many people might know that I am the pastor of two parishes, and I live in a small little town in rural Wisconsin called Brussels. That's where I serve as pastor of that parish, and then also in Lincoln and Rosaire. So when it comes uh, to Belgium, there's kind of this connection because of my pastorate. I've been told that this is the largest Belgian settlement outside of Belgium itself. Also, the visionary from the Shrine in Champion, Wisconsin, at the National Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help, Adele Bryce, she was of Belgian heritage as well. So there are connections to Belgium. And in fact, uh, when I was researching, and this can be found in my prayer book for the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help called A Prayer Book for Pilgrims, I did some research about that original title of Our Lady. Notre Dame de Bon Secours. And so that took me all over the world, and it even took me to Belgium, to a basilica to Our Lady of Good Help in Perue, I believe is the name of the town. And a very profound, you know, experience. Of course, when I was researching in Belgium, I had to visit other places. You know, you only have to do research for a day. It's like when you go and speak, and you probably have this experience. For example, I just spoke in Baltimore, and I'm like, okay, I speak at 7 p.m. I have all day, so what am I going to do today? And of of course, the thing I do is I go look for different shrines that I can tell the story of, I can take B-roll footage of, that I can pray at and such. So, so that's what I do. And uh, I'm like, well, let's make uh, this uh, five-day, six-day trip to Belgium back in 2014. And I went to the two Marian apparition sites that I was familiar with. Uh, so that was two of the places I went, Borang and Bono. Uh, I went to Maridsu Abbey. I went to a lot of different places in Belgium. And coincidentally, that's where we're going on this Belgium pilgrimage. So our pilgrimage to the shrines of Belgium, I'm going, you're going, because you've sung two songs, Our Lady of Borang, Our Lady of Bono. It leaves on May 29th of 2023. That's actually Memorial Day. When I planned it, I thought, well, you know, people have off on Memorial Day. Maybe that would be a good day for us to leave simply because it's one less day somebody would have to take off of work. And then we return on June 9th. And it's a pilgrimage to Belgium, spending a lot of time there, a lot of different places to see. And also then visiting Lourdes. So we'll do kind of a hopper flight. We'll go to Our Lady of Lourdes and spend a, a day and a half in that village uh, to spend time at the grotto. So it's going to be an amazing pilgrimage. And uh, tell me, what are you looking forward to as we go about this trip to Belgium? Well, I've I've always heard about the beauty of the Belgium shrines. And uh, I have never been to belgium or 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 germany or that whole area before so um once i started doing my marian apparition cd and learned about the the two apparitions in Beno and in Bahrain, and ended up 
you know, composing songs for these beautiful apparitions, then it was really on my heart to to someday visit Belgium and especially Bahrain and Beno. And when the opportunity came up for you and I to do this, um, it was a no brainer. Uh, it really it really feels like it's it's just the next pilgrimage that was meant to be for me in growing my own spiritual life and learning more about about this part of the country and visiting these people, especially with both of you are in my connection with Champion Wisconsin and Our Lady of Good Help and Adele Bryce. And I know you're you're basically an expert on that apparition and and I've visited it many times <clears throat> and just love going up there. So this to me is also a beautiful extension and I hope many people that visit Our Lady of Good Help, um, feel called to come and see her hometown and come along with us and learn more about her and and where she came from. And we'll be visiting her hometown. There's nothing there to see, really. Like, we don't know where she lived. The parish church was built after she immigrated to the United States. But there's just something about being in dion Leval, which is the name of the town, that I think is specific and historic. And so it's really not out of the way as we're going to some different places. So we'll just stop there in passing, really. But just to commemorate and to remember Adele Bryce uh, in, in that visit. Now, uh, one of the things people might also know, I did a documentary called Faith Along the Road, and it's about Belgian roadside chapels. So I wanted to, us to at least visit one roadside chapel, and there is one in the village of Diest. In the documentary, I share that in the middle of the road, they built a street around this roadside chapel. So that's kind of significant, in my opinion, that that took place. So uh, we're going to try to visit that chapel, get it open. I'm going to find out how to do that. Hopefully, my hope would be that as we travel around the whole country of Belgium, maybe we'll encounter other roadside chapels and we'll just have a sporadic stop. Really, this pilgrimage is, I call it the Shrines and Saints, Chapels and Beers of Belgium, that we're going to do a lot of different things. It's going to be a holy experience, but Belgium is really known for beer as well. And so that's why we're going to go to Marid Sue Abbey, for example. Not only because there's a blessed buried there, blessed Columba Marmion, but also they have a brewery. They make their own beer. And so it's going to be a wonderful experience, I think. There are some cities on this Brussels trip that I haven't been to either. So I've been to Borang. I've been to Bonneau. You talked about me being the expert on Champion. Uh, I've been dubbed also by some as the expert on Our Lady of Borang for English speakers. So I love the story of Our Lady of Borang and can't wait to bring people there. But I've never been to Ghent. I've never been to Bruges. I've never been to Antwerp. So that'll be a new experience for me. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And... It says on our itinerary, and I knew that the the medieval church of the Holy Blood was there, and so we're going to participate in a special celebration on Friday. They must have a special votive mass that they say on Friday. So that'll be a very interesting experience, I think. So uh, there's lots of religion that's going to take place in this trip, but then there's also some of the secular. We're going to go see. There are some great Belgian artists so we'll go and see some of these world-famous paintings and such. Um, so it, I think it'll be a wonderful and exciting excursion. I'm so excited. And, and you mentioned Ghent. And I just want to share this story um, with your listeners that actually when I was at the Catholic Marketing Corp. And this summer in Chicago, 
I was just perusing all the vendors and this one image at this this um, artist table really drew, drew me in. It was our lady and she had reddish hair and she was in a pose that I had I'd just never seen this image before. And I, I, I wanted to purchase something with that image on it. And I was talking to to the people at the booth and they told me it was the image of Our Lady of Ghent. And when they told me that, I was so uh, inspired and happy because to me, that was a sign, a sign Our Lady was giving me that this pilgrimage that you and I are doing to Belgium uh, was meant to be. It was so providential that out of all of these beautiful holy images, that was the one that caught my eye. And as you know, Father Edward, I called you and I said, oh my goodness, this just happened to me. She's Our Lady of Ghent. We're going to Belgium. And I, I was just so overjoyed with this grace. And and then it turned so they were selling two large portraits of it, and they were offering them for half off. So as you know, um, we we got them. I got one for my home and asked you if, if you wanted one, you know, for you. And um, we were able to both get those. And now we have this image of Our Lady of Ghent to signify this whole journey. This whole pilgrimage will be going on to Belgium, but also my spiritual journey in learning more and more about Belgium and Our Lady of Ghent. Yeah, so I just looked it up. Our Lady of Ghent, it's an altarpiece. That's where it comes from. And some of the great uh, artists of Belgium, one of them, Jan van Eck. And uh, this mm -hmm. is just the description I found online. A modest young Madonna, the mother of God, sits at the right hand of the mysterious figure in the center. Her serene face looks out from beneath a cascade of hair. Dressed in a deep blue robe, the darkness of which is alleviated by a golden hem, decorated with jewels, she is absorbed in a prayer book. Twelve stars surround her fabulous crown and an illusion of the Book of Revelation. The crown itself incorporates four types of flowers, all of which were Marian symbols. Lilies for virginity and purity, columbines for humility, and Lily of the Valley, linking the Song of Songs to one to the Virgin Mary. So those are, uh, so that's a description of this image. And, you know, I guess I didn't even take the time really to, to see all of those details. Knowing the description now, I'll be able to better appreciate this image of Our Lady of Ghent, which maybe we should, one of the things you do is you write, songs sometimes from prayers so maybe you should write a song if we could find a prayer to our lady of ghent and you could sing that maybe when we're in the little village of ghent and uh, maybe our lady of ghent will become the patroness of the pilgrimage as well so that could be something yeah uh, to think about but the two marian apparition sites we will visit borang and you wrote a song, Mother with the Golden Heart. That's the story of the apparition. Our Lady appeared uh, 33 times to these children, the Dejembre and the Voicen children. She spoke very simple messages, you know, always be good. Uh, pray, pray very much, pray always. She said, I will convert sinners. And then she came to them and th she had a heart of gold. And so that's another way in which our Lady of Borang is referred to Mother with the Golden Heart or Our Lady of the Golden Heart. So you have a very beautiful song. And so why don't we take a listen to that song and implore the intercession of Our Lady 
at this time. of the Father. Look with love upon the men and women of our time, and fill them with the joy of your presence. You who promise to convert sinners, Help us discover God's mercy Awaken in us the grace of conversion So our life reflects His mercy Look down upon our miseries Console us in our sorrow Give strength to the suffering of the Father. Look with love upon the men and women of our time, and fill them with the joy of your presence. Queen of heaven, crowned with light, Help us grow in faith, hope, and love. You brought Jesus in the world. May we by prayer, by sharing his word, by our life filled with love and joy, make him be born in all hearts. May our life be a yes to the questions you're asking us today. May our life be a yes to the questions you're asking us today. Do you love my son? Do you love me? Do you love my son? Do you love presence and 
fill them with the joy of your presence. So another Marian apparition site after Barang that we'll visit. Barang is in the province of Namur. Uh, Beno is in the province of Liege. And so uh, we'll be going to Beno, a very beautiful place as well. And one of the interesting things I think of about Our Lady of Beno is that she really looks like Our Lady of Lourdes. It's a skinnier Our Lady of Lourdes. She's lost a little weight and she's wearing a blue sash. And that's how Our Lady comes in Lourdes. Another uncanny similarity to the Lourdes apparition is the fact that Bonneau, Our Lady, takes Mariette to a spring of water. So Bernadette in Lourdes has to uncover a spring of water. But there's already water there, and Mary brings Mariette there. So Mariette would follow Our Lady, like Our Lady would just be walking and she would follow her. And then Our Lady said, I set this water apart for the healing of people or for the healing of the nations. So uh, that's another beautiful little aspect of, of the Beneau apparition. So we'll be able to pray there as we visit there. And uh, you also have a song about Our Lady of Beneau. And I really like that song as well. Uh, of the two, the Borang song and the Beneau song, which we'll listen to here shortly, what what are your thoughts about those songs? Uh, do you like one more than the other? Or what's striking about them? Well, so I love... I love them both equally like children, of course. But <laughs> my husband's favorite is Mother with the Golden Heart. It is a peppier song. It's very happy and um, brings so much joy when, whenever I listen to it. And the Virgin of the Poor song, which is another name for Our Lady of Beno, um, is a little bit more somber and prayerful um, and asking her intercession for, for help for the poor. So they're very different um, because the prayers were very different to Our Lady of those sites. And therefore, you know, the tone and the, the, the mood of the songs are different, but I think they're both very beautiful um, in and of themselves. And I love how you correlated Lords with Bono because they are very similar. They're both a, a place of healing water, a place of healing. And um, uh, speaking of Lords, we'll be able to talk about that after the song that at the end of our pilgrimage to Belgium, we are going to Lords. So I've never been to Lords, and I'm very excited about that as well. Well, let's listen now to your song, Virgin of the Poor, based upon a prayer to Our Lady of Bonneau. to follow your star 
As you mentioned before the song, indeed, we are going to Lourdes. And that was kind of an add-on. I thought maybe it would be an option, but we're just going to force everybody to go to Lourdes, which I don't think you have to force people to go to Lourdes. It's one of my favorite places in the world. I've been there five, six times. I've wanted to go back. In fact, I wanted to go when I was in Spain. Um, And just uh, earlier this year, I was praying the rosary in the church, and we have a statue of Our Lady of Lourdes and. For whatever reason, that day I was walking the perimeter of the church as I prayed the rosary. I remember it. And every time I walked by the Lourdes statue, I just felt this like calling to go back to Lourdes. And and so being in Belgium, I thought, well, it'd be silly if we didn't go to Lourdes and let's just do it. And so the company said yes, and uh, we'll be able to do that. So people like to go into the baths at Lourdes. Have you ever been, first of all? I've never been, and, and we'll get to go for two nights. So I'm so excited to experience two of their candlelight processions. Yeah, so typically they have the candlelight procession in the evening. One of the things people like to do is they like to go into the baths. Uh, I probably will not participate in that. I've done it once. I, I, I don't think I need to do it again personally, but maybe I'll be persuaded otherwise. Uh, it's just, yeah, one of my uh, friends that works or had worked in Lourdes always said, you know, our lady didn't say bathe in the water. She said, wash yourself. And so he's like, that's what I like to do. I just like to take a little water and wash my arms or hands or whatever, you know? Uh, so, but people love that, the, what they call in French, the piscines. So we'll be able to pray at the grotto. And I just love the grotto there, even though there's so many people there, you just get at least for me, kind of enraptured in the beauty of Our Lady and uh, just the power of the prayer as people are there. And uh, I love Lourdes. It's it's my favorite place on earth. So I'm uh, oh, so excited can... to be able to go back. 
I can't wait to go back. And as as we all know, Immaculate Mary is basically, you know, termed the Lord's hymn. Yeah, so that's right. That's also on my CD as well. But to be able to sing Immaculate Mary in Lourdes, uh, um, what a blessing for all of us. Yeah, that that will be great. And when we do the candlelight procession, they actually have a rendition of it, which tells the story of the apparition. But, of course, they sing it in multiple languages, so you're not always sure uh, which language or what the words are saying. But then everybody lifts up their candles at the Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. You know, it's it's a marvelous event. And so that will be a part of our pilgrimage Taking place May 29th to June 9th, the Shrines of Belgium and Lourdes. You'll be able to sing your uh, Borang song. You'll be able to sing your Bano song, your Lourdes song. So, uh, And hopefully we'll be able to capture them on video and everything like that. And that'll be wonderful just to be able to sing those songs that you've written uh, in those holy places. I, I can't even imagine. And we'll have daily mass at all these sites, of course. So I'll be leading the songs for all of daily masses that you will be the celebrant of. So I, I just, um, I'm so excited to bring others along with me because honestly, I don't know many people who've been to Belgium. So I think you're my only friend that I know who's been to Belgium. So to bring so many for the first time, um, just the excitement and the blessings that we'll be receiving, I, I'm so excited about. And, and I thank you for offering this pilgrimage to your community. Yeah, you know, people might be underwhelmed. They're like, oh, it's Belgium. You know, that's all we're doing. Like, that's all we're going to be. But I just thought it was important I, in my mind for the people I serve that there was there's this Belgian American club they used to do trips back in the 90s, maybe early 2000s. So there's a whole generation of people that haven't gone to Belgium that are in my parish, but their parents went and they've heard them talk about it. And so I think that they're excited to be able to have this opportunity. So it's going to be a marvelous trip and people can join us. Uh, it is with Nativity Pilgrimages. There will be a link in the show notes. So just go to the show notes and click the link there. That'll take you to the website and uh, if you don't fly out of Chicago, you can fly out of your home airport. We'll just all meet in Belgium, basically, is how that happens. Uh, and, yeah, I hope everybody that listens might have an interest in going and praying at these apparition sites and praying at these different shrines. Yeah, it's it's going to be 12 days from start to finish. And if they go on nativitypilgrimage.com, they can see the entire flyer. I also have it on my website, annanuzo.com. And I know you have the flyer as well, Father, on your socials and at your church. But the cost is only $4,299 for 12 days. And that includes airfare from Chicago, hotel and food, breakfast, and dinner every day. So it's it's a it's a very um, affordable pilgrimage for everything that you will be receiving. And I really hope you can share um, this podcast with all your friends and your family, and and let's all explore Belgium and Lourdes together. You've had a lot of events that you've done here in the past uh, few months during the summer, traveling, etc. 
Uh, we're going to do this trip, so that's a big upcoming event on your calendar. But do you have any other events planned that you're doing with uh, different parishes or in different parts of the country? Um, yes, I have. I have many events coming up. Um, in a couple weeks, I'll be in San Antonio, Texas, singing at St. Mary's Parish. I believe it's um, Friday, October 7th, and I'll be sharing my testimony along with song. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. Also, I'll be singing at the Boston Marian Conference in mid-November. It's November 12th and 13th. So you can go on my website and see all my upcoming events. Um, for next year, I, I have a lot of things as well, but my two... Um, my two favorite events, obviously, are this pilgrimage with you, Father Edward, in in May and June. And then I'll be singing at World Youth Day in Lisbon, Portugal, in August. So um, there's also information on a pilgrimage to World Youth Day with me on my website. But um, please just listen to my music. Listen to my music. Pray along with me that's my hope is that i'm helping people pray more throughout their day through song and i'm on you know youtube and any digital streaming sites you can pray along with me and your website is simply ananuzo.com is that right yes a-n-n-a-n-u-z-z-o.com and they can contact me directly on there i do read all of those emails and then you're on social media. And the way that they can listen to your music, of course, they can download it. They can buy it through, like, wherever you buy music from digitally. They can order a CD from your website. They can also stream you on Spotify, for example. So you can just type in her name on Spotify and find her music there as well. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing how, um, you know, small-town girl in Kenosha, Wisconsin, her music can be listened to all over the world and um you know there are there are blessings from social media right father That's <laughs> so right. many people say there are you know things of course but there's good and bad with everything and um the reach that so many catholic parishes and masses and things have been able to have through social media has been astounding well i'm very much looking forward to everything that you're doing everything that i'm doing and that we can do together especially as we visit belgium and lourdes May 29th to June 9th. So everybody go check it out. And if you can't go on the pilgrimage, at least you can virtually visit, in a sense, by singing along with Anna Nuzo, Mother with the Golden Heart and Virgin of the Poor. Thanks so much, Anna, for joining me today. Thanks so much, Father Edward. I'll see you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's show and for all the many ways that you support the podcast. If you want to help out the podcast, be sure to check out Sock Religious. I love their socks. I love their shirts. And so go over to Sock Religious, use the link in the show notes, and buy some holy socks or some holy shirts that you can wear to evangelize your family and your friends. If you also want to support the podcast, I invite you to please share the podcast with your friends or on your social media platforms. Rate or review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And if you don't mind, please follow me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. My handle is at FR Edward Looney. You'll see all of the posts, all of the content that I put out each week by following me there. Thanks so much again for listening today. Know that I am entrusting you to the heart of Mary, asking her to pray for you this day and every day. 
And if you don't mind, say a prayer for me too. Let us remain united in prayer to Jesus through Mary. God bless.